It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, friends? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Billy Rossetti with you guys here as we are now into the month of August and training camps are pretty much set to begin. The players have come through the building. They've been tested. Uh, we pretty much have an idea now who's ready to go for uh, for Panthers training camp. And fortunately, there's been no news in terms of a positive COVID-19 test. So that's a great start. Of course, we do have some roster news we want to talk about, and I want to start touching on some of these position previews, uh, kind of with the help of Joe Person's big preview that he did over the Athletic. I want to share some notes that he wrote, because he always does a great job with the training camp primer. So I want to share that, you know, share share his thoughts, and then kind of combine my thoughts. So we'll do that starting today with the quarterbacks. We'll get into that in a little bit but first of course like I said I want to touch on some of the roster notes from over the weekend the Panthers actually trimmed their roster to 80 over the weekend I thought initially they were going to stick with 90 but I guess when you think about it you're not really practicing you wouldn't really practice with 90 players anyway and you know what I mean by that is you're not going to do football related things or like have big football practices, you kind of catch my drift with 90 players. Because you're not bringing 90, or you're not really ramping up to the next stage of uh, training camp and starting to get the pads on uh, until August 17th, which is two weeks from today. And by then, all teams are going to be at 80 players anyway. So the Panthers cutting to 80 means that they don't have to have the split squad procedure, right? They could have all 80 players practicing as one unit, but at this point, of course, we are only at uh, strength and conditioning. So, uh, you know, we're in the second phase now of strength and conditioning, or second phase of training camp, which involves strength and conditioning. And so, again, where the Panthers are now and where all teams are in their training camp schedule from today, August 3rd through August 11th, uh, returning veterans will begin uh, their acclimation period. Of course, rookies had theirs. You know, rookies, of course, were already in training camp a week before. But uh, the veterans will begin their acclimation period, featuring a maximum of 60 minutes of on-field conditioning and 60 minutes in the weight room. The Panthers specifically built temporary weight rooms next to Bank of America Stadium to allow for social distancing uh, while the players can still get their full workouts. Rookies, quarterbacks, and injured players began their acclimation period last week. And this uh, starting this week, of course, teams that cut their roster down to 80 players, again, like the Panthers, can, can now conduct a daily full squad walkthrough. Again, if the team was still at 90, they would have to split it up into the two groups. But because they're at 80, they can have their entire squad do a walkthrough. And how did the Panthers get to... 80 players? Well, they waived five players over the weekend. Of course, we know earlier last week 
they had cut the, you know, they had the roster moves of the, the two specialists. They cut Graham Godot and placed Michael Pilardi on the reserve list, ending his season with his injury. Uh, so over the weekend, the Panthers, Panthers waived five players. Wide receiver Damien Jean-Pierre, guard Tyler Mars, center Frederick Maoyoga, running back Rodney Smith, and undrafted rookie linebacker Jason Ferris. He was waived with an injury designation. Jean-Pierre and Mars, of course, were added to the practice squad in 2019 and had signed uh, futures contracts after the 2019 season. Maoyoga and Smith, of course, were part of that group of undrafted free agents that the Panthers signed after the draft. And again, Jason Ferris was was waived with an injury designation. So that put the Panthers at 80 players heading into the weekend, which again allowed them to allows them to work as one unit as a team rather than splitting the two groups. They also got some good news in terms of two players that were starting on uh, the pup list and the NFI list and and those players of course were Greg Little and Brandon Bowen. They have both passed their physicals, so they're in the group, so they're back in action, which is great to see. Greg Little uh, came off the active pup list. Brandon Bowen came off the active non-football injury list. But they both passed their physicals Friday. They're both ready to go now for uh, for for this kind of gradual start uh, to training camp. So good news there. Good to see Greg Little kind of starting to get past the injury issues that had kind of plagued him a little bit, as we know, uh, during his rookie season. But he's re- but he's ready to go as his bone. So again, that put the Panthers at 80 players. But as we know now, this just happened a little bit ago Monday morning. The Panthers not at 80 players at the moment. They are actually down to 79 players because linebacker Christian Miller has decided to opt out of the 2020 season. Miller, of course, was the Panthers' fourth-round pick in 2019 out of Alabama. Had two sacks against the Cardinals, but injuries, uh, kind of the way it happened in, in college when he was at Alabama, injuries definitely hampered him quite a bit in his rookie season as he suffered an ankle injury in Week 5 against the Jaguars and would play just 25 snaps the rest of the season. Miller is now the second Panther player to opt out of the 2020 season, joining, of course, or the first player to opt out was undrafted rookie linebacker Jordan Mack. So again, with that, that means uh, Christian Miller will not count against the roster. So at the moment, the Panthers roster stands at 79 and again, they could stay with the 79. They could add somebody if they want, but they're at 79 now. Uh, eventually, of course, they're going to get to 53, but they don't have to make any cuts now until you get to 53 right before the regular season. So those are the two main uh, roster pieces for the Panthers as we, again, start this strength and conditioning periods. Five players that were waived to get to 80 so that they can keep the entire group as a unit. And then, uh, and then Christian Miller now deciding to opt out of the season. 
So now the Panthers sit at 79. So that's where they stand now. Uh, again, I do want to... So now I want to kind of transition, touch on uh, some positions or little position previews. We'll start that series and again, we'll touch on Joe Person's notes to kind of combine things a little bit, his notes and some of my thoughts. But before we get into that, shout out to our friends over at DoorDash. You know, guys, between uh, never-ending ch- uh, laundry cycles, incoming emails, you've got so much to do. I know I personally have so much on my list. There's times I'm just having to run out and get food quick just to get a little something. Uh, but if you want to stay at home and have one less thing to worry about, let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. And ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at the door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep the communities we operate very safe. So right now, you listeners out there can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKED ON. That's one word L O C K E D O N. That's $5 off your first order as well as zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKED ON. So, again, code LOCKED ON gets you $5 off plus zero delivery fees with DoorDash. So, go check them out. And uh, shout out to DoorDash for. Uh, all they and all their employees for all the all the support and just all the great stuff they've been doing, helping people out through uh, throughout all this. So uh, props to you guys out there. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So as we kind of shift gears now to starting the positional previews here for the Panthers, I want to start kind of right at the top with the quarterback position. Again, I kind of mix in my thoughts along with uh, what Joe Person wrote in uh, in his primer over at The Athletic as he looked at all 80 players. But again, we'll break it down position by position starting today with the quarterbacks. And of course, we'll start right at the top with the new face in the crowd. Not necessarily face of the franchise, of course. That belongs to Christian McCaffrey, but definitely the new leader of the offense, and that is Teddy Bridgewater. Coming over, signing a three-year, $21 million per year deal to take over for Cam Newton. Joe Person wrote, 
No team has been more hamstrung by the virtual offseason than the Panthers, who changed their coach, coordinators, and a huge chunk of their personnel, including the quarterback. The silver lining, Bridgewater is well-versed in Joe Brady's offense from their time together in New Orleans. Brady's, or excuse me, Bridgewater's play in 2020 will help determine whether he's the franchise quarterback of the future or more of a stopgap. And that definitely is the big question. Um, you're not really paying Teddy Bridgewater, at least up front, to kind of be uh, the, the franchise the franchise quarterback. You know, $20 million a year at this point is not uh, franchise quarterback money, right? It's, you know, look at you look at the quarterbacks now that have been getting paid, namely Patrick Mahomes to start, and then eventually what Lamar Jackson is going to get, what Deshaun Watson is going to get. So it, that's that's the big question. You know, can Teddy Bridgewater play well enough that the Panthers can commit to him to a couple years, or is the future quarterback not yet on this roster? Because as I think we kind of have a sense, this is a roster that is probably, you know, we know it's a roster that's gelling together. There's a lot of new faces, and they're probably not going to win a lot of games. I've, I've still been saying I think their ceiling is probably at about maybe six wins. You know, could they get more? Who, who knows? You know, the, the offense could surprise us, definitely, and put up a lot of points. But... We know the defense is going to struggle. We know the defense is uh, a lot of new faces coming together and not a lot of time to do so. So this team will probably be be playing catch-up uh, a good bit throughout the season. And if they're in a position where, say, they're, they're drafting in the top 10 next year, and this could be through no fault of, of Bridgewater... But if they're in a position where they're picking in the top 10 in the draft next year, where they're, they're likely going to have possibly a pick of at least the next two quarterbacks on the board. Because, let's face it, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is not going to be there. I don't think the Panthers are going to be that bad that they're going to get the number one pick in the draft and land Trevor Lawrence. But they could be in a position where they can make a move for Justin Fields. They can make a move for... Trey Lance, maybe, maybe a Jamin Newman, maybe, uh, you know, who knows. But they could be in a position where they could draft a quarterback next year in the first round and make him the eventual successor to Teddy Bridgewater. So definitely a lot of eyes are going to be on Bridgewater, not necessarily because of that, but just because, you know, new face and, you know, how does he replace Cam Newton? How does he, you know, lead a... How does he handle his opportunity to finally be the leader of an offense, really for the first time since uh, since coming back from injury? You know, we obviously saw what he did when he took over for Drew Brees, but now he's going to have the whole offseason knowing that he is the starter. He hasn't had that really since he came into the league with the Vikings and, you know, before he went down with injury. So uh, definitely a, a lot to look forward to here with Teddy Bridgewater, but again, as as Joe Person notes, he does already have a bit of an idea of Joe Brady's offense, because they were together, of course, in 2018 when uh, Joe Brady was there as a, as the offensive coordinator, or as, a, you know, one of the assistant coaches there, so should be... Should be very interesting. I've said before, I'm excited to watch Teddy Bridgewater. I've been rooting for the kid for 
the longest time, so really excited to see what Teddy Bridgewater does here. Moving on to Will Greer, and Joe Person writes, While Bridgewater and P.J. Walker were coming and Cam Newton and Kyle Allen were going, Greer was kind of the forgotten man in the quarterback room. The Charlotte native had a rookie season to forget. He played poorly and was knocked around in two starts after the Panthers had packed it in under interim coach Perry Fuel. Greer enters year two with much to prove. Yes, he does. Look, Will Greer was quite the polarizing prospect uh, coming into the 2019 draft. I myself thought he could have been a first-round pick. I still remember when I did my final mock in 2019... I had Will Greer at the back end of round one taken by the L.A. Chargers because I thought the Chargers were ready to start grooming their quarterback of the future because we knew Phillip Rivers was reaching the end. And as it turned out, of course, Phillip Rivers would end up playing his final year with the Chargers and the Chargers would ultimately draft Justin Herbert in the top 10 of the 2020 draft and he'll eventually take over for Tyrod Taylor. The Panthers landed Will Greer it, uh, late in the third round, actually with the compensatory pick they got in the third round, uh, number 100 overall, if I remember correctly. And a season to forget is definitely the, the right way to put it. You know, after sitting behind Kyle Allen for all that time and then Kyle Allen struggled, the Panthers wanted to see what they had in, uh, in Will Greer. And it was a, a very ugly... Very ugly outing, especially against the Colts. Uh, just wasn't good. Will Greer just kind of showed, at least at the time, that uh, he's not it. And obviously this led to the Panthers doing some adding, but obviously, of course, some subtracting. Again, Bridgewater and Walker are the new guys. Cam Newton and Kyle Allen are both out. Will Greer was just kind of... Just kind of stuck, I guess. But at least he has the opportunity now to battle for the backup job. So clearly, uh, the Panther, you know, this new coaching staff sees something, I guess, in Will Greer. The fact that they, you know, still have him around. Um, but right now, it feels like Will Greer will probably be the number three quarterback behind uh, the newbie and the XFL stud, PJ Walker. And as Joe Person wrote, Walker was one of the more entertaining players in the short-lived XFL. Those playmaking skills and his temple's tie, temple ties to rule gave the former Colts practice squad player an opportunity in Charlotte. A uh, quick note with that the news I just saw before I recorded too. Looks like the XFL is possibly getting a second chance as The Rock. Yes, The Rock bought the XFL for about $15 million, along with the, the, the capital group that he was with. But P.J. Walker, of course, in the truncated return season of the XFL last year, was the star of the XFL. He was arguably the MVP. He had, what, I believe 15 passing touchdowns and um, over 1,000 passing yards, something like 1,300 passing yards, I think. Uh, I mean, he did really well in the five games that he played for D.C. before, of course, the XFL was shut down due to COVID. And, again, the Temple ties, uh, he showed... In fact, it was Andrew Luck 
that actually helped give P.J. Walker an opportunity in the XFL. Because remember, Andrew Luck's father, Oliver Luck, was the commissioner of the XFL, and Andrew kind of um, kind of tried to pull some strings and give P.J. Walker an opportunity, and obviously the rest is history. So you combine... You combine the skills he showed on the field in the XFL with uh, the fact that, again, he has the connection with Matt Rule. He started a quarterback for him uh, back in college, a uh, chance to learn an offense like Joe Brady's. You know, and this is one of those, going back to Teddy Bridgewater with the whole future franchise quarterback situation, could P.J. Walker show enough that uh, he can maybe take over? Obviously, no preseason is going to hurt. P.J. Walker and Will Greer uh, were undoubtedly two of the players on this roster that really could have used at least a preseason game or two and certainly a full preseason schedule. Now that they're not going to have any uh, preseason games and they're going to have limited practice reps, you know, because we know at this point... Uh, by the time August 17th comes and the Panthers can actually start doing some real football practices, obviously a lot of those reps are going to go to the starters, and namely Teddy Bridgewater. So P.J. Walker and Will Greer are already behind the eight ball uh, in, this off, in this whole new situation. So they're just going to have to hope for some reps during the regular season, and they're just going to have to ball out in whatever limited time they have. Uh, so it's definitely an intriguing, definitely an interesting quarterback room now for the Panthers. Um, but I would say at this point, the future quarterback is probably, because we also talked to a, a bit about Teddy's contract, they can kind of get out of it after uh, after two years. So it's very possible that the future quarterback of the Carolina Panthers is not on this roster. But at least for 2020, they have you know an interesting skill set here. You got again Teddy Bridgewater and uh, all his experience. You've got a you've got a fun, a fun up and comer in PJ Walker, and then a guy in Will Greer who's trying to prove that his downward rookie season was a fluke. You know, he's trying to prove that he's more of the better quarterback that we saw at West Virginia than he was, than what he was last year. So, definitely a lot of questions surrounding this position. I'm excited to see how these quarterbacks kind of battle it out and um, ready to see how Teddy leads this offense. But that's quarterbacks. That's where the Panthers stand right now going into training camp tomorrow. We'll talk about the running backs and uh, just kind of continue any more uh, roster news or whatever kind of pops up. But tomorrow we'll go to running backs and we'll just roll through some of these positions as the days go by. I think it's going to be a fun time. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So with that, I think it's a good spot to get out of here. Uh, appreciate Appreciate you guys as always tuning in and making me a part of your day. I hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday, and we will see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.